as you communicate your boundaries, it's important to remember that your boundary is about respecting your own mental and physical well-being. And if you're doing that, then you're doing your job. Mama! Welcome to Mama Has Goals, your weekly reminder that you shouldn't have to sacrifice your dreams to take on the role of mom. I'm Kelsey Smith, mom of two boys, wife, and entrepreneur who's passionate about helping other moms, current and aspiring, to reimagine mom life. I'm bringing you the resources, support, and relatability to debunk that limiting belief that you may have about your ability to achieve your goals while raising a human. We're covering everything from mom guilt, marriage, relationships, careers, finances, mental health, physical health, you name it. Your life doesn't have to fully shift once you become a mom. You can have it all, and we'll show you how. Welcome to Mama Has Goals, the podcast for ambitious, goal-driven mamas who may have lost a part of themselves in motherhood but are ready for that extra support to reimagine mom life. I'm Kelsey Smith, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning into the show. Today, we're talking about a hot topic, especially during this time of the year as we approach the holidays, of setting boundaries and expectations. As a mom with goals, it is no secret that you're juggling a lot of plates and managing a lot of things. And during the holidays, there can be this added standard and, dare I say, expectation for the mom that's doing it all. And that might be the beautiful decor or the holiday photos, hosting big dinners, appeasing your friends and family, managing a team, keeping your business afloat, holiday shopping. Seriously, the list goes on. And because of that, the holidays can have this love-hate relationship for many because there's this added stress and anxiety that it can cause. But it truly does not have to be that way. And so today we're going to break down expectations and boundaries so that you can do less and enjoy the holidays more. Because what if I told you that you didn't have to do it all? That your circle, your friends, your family, your partner, and even your kids are capable, they can be flexible or learn how to be, and truly they can help you manage it all. Because when you set boundaries and expectations and delegate and plan ahead, you can all thrive and truly enjoy the holiday season. So today I want to start with defining boundaries and expectations, identifying where they may be needed in your life and where you should apply them, and then some examples that I often see in here and many that will probably apply to you. Because overall, as hard as it may be, when we release the control and we invite others into what's going on in that head of ours that's you know full with mental clutter, we can find the peace. So let's dive in. The word boundary can definitely be a buzzword these days. You may have heard people say that they're setting boundaries or you may hear different things about boundaries here and there. But what exactly is a boundary? And so by definition, a boundary is a real or imagined line that marks the edge or limit of something. Now, if we apply that to our personal boundaries, the definition is the limits and rules that we set for ourselves within relationships. So a boundary is set with someone or something that you know could lead to a potential issue. This is communicating the lines that you don't want crossed or the limits that you want respected. 
And yes, boundaries can even result in a consequence if that boundary isn't respected, but the goal is to avoid that. Because setting a boundary is communicating a line of respect that may have not yet been spoken. They may not know. And while we hope that once we do communicate this, that most people understand and appreciate our boundaries, that might not always be the case. But throughout this, and as you communicate your boundaries, it's important to remember that your boundary is about respecting your own mental and physical well-being. And if you're doing that, then you're doing your job. And of course, you can open up a line of communication for the other person to share their requests and perspective, but you can even set a boundary on how that's done and how you receive it. Because the overarching goal is that you are not sacrificing your own happiness and peace because you're not communicating your own needs and boundaries. But in order to clearly communicate those needs and desires, we have to define our expectations. So when we go into the definition of an expectation, that is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future or someone will or should achieve something. So the word boundary can kind of carry this negative connotation because it's drawing a line in the sand. It can be thought of as more black and white, but I actually see them more as the result of unmet expectations. So that's why I really want to dive deep on expectations because those are the need or the ask that needs to be clearly communicated and understood by both parties. Because with an expectation, you're working together towards a goal And then everyone understands the desired outcome. The goal is communicated expectations, and that can resolve the need for hard boundaries. Because clearly communicating your expectations can help your partner, children, family, coworkers, truly anyone in your life better understand your goals, and you can both work towards them more efficiently. So when might you need to apply a boundary or expectation? Do you even know where that might fit in your life right now? The answer is that it's truly anywhere that you're feeling overwhelmed with tasks or to-do list on your plate. If there's any sort of unhappiness, resentment, frustration, disappointment, or an important desire or wish that you have, you need to communicate the expectation or the boundary to make sure that this gets achieved in the way that you would like. And this could be with your partner, your children, extended family, work, anyone that you're bringing into your life. So this could even be someone that's coming in to help you with your home or your yard or a sitter or a nanny, making sure that the expectations and boundaries are clearly communicated. Knowing the expectation to set, though, requires you taking some time to reflect yourself. What are the things that are most important to you, especially when we think about the holidays? What are the things that you want to do just yourself? Or where can you receive help? Who do you need to check in with on their expectations? Like I said, as we record this, we're stepping into the holiday season. And this is a time where the importance of asking these questions to yourself is truly amplified. What are you expecting from the holiday season? What would make it enjoyable for you? When you think about those days and those celebrations, how do you want those to go down? And does anyone know? And what about others? Are there expectations that you know others have that you need to take into consideration? Do you want to honor them? Do you need to ask anyone or talk to them about their expectations? 
The underlying theme here with both boundaries and expectations is that they must be clearly communicated in order to be effective, which requires you truly mustering up the courage to take care of your boundaries and expectations ahead of time and be the one to open the door for others to share. You have to invite them, including your children, but you'll all feel an instant weight lift. One of my favorite phrases that a mom in our community shared with me and she uses is clear is kind. Being unclear leaves a lot of room for confusion and assumptions to be made. And we all know the silly phrase around what assuming does. So be black and white, no gray areas, and lead your family to do the same so you can all be on the same page. I want to break down a couple examples of what this might look like for you because you may be listening and be like, this sounds great, Kelsey. Clear is kind. I'm going to set boundaries and expectations. But I know for me, having a little bit of help around what that delivery could look like can be really helpful. So I want to start with your partner. A boundary with your partner could sound something like this. Hey, unless there's an exception that we both agree on, I'd like to ask that you don't book golf or friend activities or anything on Sunday afternoons. I'd really like that to be family time for us each week. And that could also be dinner time during the week or time for date night or anything like that. But you're clearly communicating what time frame you are expecting that person to be there. And you're kind of setting a boundary of what that looks like. And more of an expectation that you could set with your partner could sound something like this. When you want to go do something fun with friends, I have the expectation that you're going to run it by me and we'll chat about it. Now, it's really important that you communicate with your partner that you do understand that we all want a little bit of independence, but it's really respectful and nice for them to run things by you just firsthand and check in with each other and you should return the favor as well. Now, boundaries and expectations with your kiddos. First and foremost, I am not trained in childhood development or anything to the sort. However, these are examples based on the families that I've helped in our community and my own research and experience. If you're looking for professionals, you can find a few in the filing cabinet in the Mama Has Goals phone app, or I can point a few to you if you send me a DM. But one of the most important things is to make sure that you keep an open line of communication with your kids. So when you're setting a boundary or communicating an expectation, you want to walk them through the process and help them learn to do it for themselves. And just remember, it's never too late or never too early. You'll just make age-appropriate adjustments for younger kids or older kids. And so it could look a little something like this. Here's an example of a boundary. Hey, when mom has the bathroom door closed, please respect my privacy. It's my quiet time to go to the bathroom or take a bath or shower. Please ask your dad for any snacks or toys or anything that you need. And I'm not going to be the main person to help you unless it's an emergency and the door is going to be locked. So you've clearly identified what they can do instead and what they can expect and the boundary that you're setting there, right? Now, the difference of what an expectation may look like is something like this. This year, you have a special job for Thanksgiving. You'll be cutting and prepping the veggies. I'm going to need you to wash the vegetables, peel them, and cut them. Cooking can be so much fun when we do it together. I'm super excited. Are you? You're communicating what your expectation is. You're not setting a hard boundary around them preparing the veggies with you. Another expectation could be something along the lines of, hey, taking pictures as a family is really important to mommy. 
can you help mommy out by smiling and taking a few pictures today? I'd really appreciate that. And another expectation could be something like asking your kids to put their schoolwork away, their toys, their things, whatever it might be each night before bed. And a boundary on the other side of that may be that if they don't participate in putting their things away, they'll lose a privilege. So let's move into extended friends and family. Communicating with family can be really tough, especially if you've married into the family or if your family has a specific way of doing things that they've just all done for a while. But just remember that you're allowed to have your own wishes. Try to be respectful in your delivery and hope that people come along with you. But if they don't, just know that you did the right thing for you. Because again, this is about respecting your own boundaries with yourself as well. So an example with family may be something like, hey, we're encouraging everyone to stick to the wish list for gifts this year so we can reduce the amount of toys in our house. It is a major silent stressor for us when we have extra clutter. Another boundary may be something like, we understand you want to love on the kiddos, but it's very important to us that you ask their permission first and respect their boundaries if they say no. A way that you may communicate an expectation with family members is, we're hoping we can keep the holidays positive and fun. Some ways that I think we could do that is play family games, have divisions of duties like cooking and dishes. And if we could try to make our meetup around a time that works well for kids and nap time, that would be great. Now, that is communicating your expectations where the boundaries are setting a little bit harder boundaries. Now, just like family, setting boundaries and expectations with friends can be hard, but you can do hard things. So here are a few examples where that may come into play. If you're chatting with your friends and you maybe hear them speaking in a way that doesn't feel great for you and your family, it may sound something like this. When you're playing with our children, could you refrain from using profanity or making fun of other people? Our kids pick up on things really quickly and we'd prefer for them not to repeat that behavior. Clear and respectful, right? Now, another boundary may be that you're setting a time boundary around when your kids have to go to bed or when you may need to depart the gathering. So an example may be, hey, we're going to have to leave Friendsgiving early to put our kids down for bed and bath and relieve the babysitter, but we can't wait to come and celebrate either way. You're putting that out ahead of time, and you can do this in the time too. If your kids are acting up or you're feeling like you want to leave, you can do that as well. But you're setting that boundary when it feels right for you and your family. An expectation, on the other hand, may sound a little bit like this. Hey, this coming year, we're working hard on our schedule and family time. We hope to find a way to get together once a month or whatever time frame feels good for you. What are some ways that you'd like to spend time together when we do? So you're setting the expectation of how often you'd like to get together with that person and how you're hoping to do it and inviting them to that conversation. Another way to set an expectation when hosting a friend could be something along the lines of, we're so excited to host you guys tonight. By the way, we aren't making dessert. And if you have anything specific you want to drink, please bring that along. It would probably be great to give them a little more notice than that night, but you're being clear with what you're providing and what you're not and inviting them to fill in the gaps. That would be a great way to communicate that expectation. We've hit friends, we've hit family, we've hit kids, we've hit your partner, but it might be the hardest, depending on what season you're in, to communicate expectations and boundaries with work. 
So often we lack the ability to set expectations in our workplace because we believe we are supposed to abide to those expectations that are put upon us. So I want to give you a couple examples on how you can set this up, especially around the holiday season. So within the workplace, if you work for someone else especially, you can set up an auto response on either Slack or email or anything else. And you can choose whether you're available via other forms, phone, anything like that. But you definitely want to set up an automatic reply that states when you'll be out until and what boundaries you have around being available or not being available via phone, text, anything in between. And this really applies to any time you're out of the office. I actually know people that have an autoresponder on all the time, and that shares when they can expect a response if it's going to be 24 hours, 48 hours, Monday through Friday, for example. So definitely something you can take into consideration as well. And if you're managing a business or your team, prep your team ahead of time to handle certain tasks or client work so that you can begin to wind down and take care of personal work during the holidays or a vacation, whatever you have going on. Also, as you begin prepping for the new year, So making sure that you have some time to set yourself and everyone up for success around that as well. Other boundaries may be who can call or text you on your cell, what hours you're available throughout the day, even not during the holidays, just in the general week, and how your team, coworkers, or anyone else can communicate with you. Maybe you need to set some boundaries or expectations around social media use or just relationship outside of work. Truly, the list goes on, but as the theme has been, communicate. With all of these, though, your friends, your family, your coworkers, your kids, your partner, invite each person to share any expectations or boundaries that they have with you. It's important to share, but it's also really important to receive. Okay, so let's recap. Communicating expectations can help reduce the need for hard boundaries. Boundaries can lift the weight off of both parties and help everyone be happier and heard. And just overall, remember that you're entitled to your needs, but it is your job to communicate them. And we always want to deliver with as much kindness as possible. Before we end, I just want to send all of you moms, current, aspiring, whoever is listening, so much love and patience during this holiday season. We know the holidays can make people a little wacky, but I'm committed that we won't be one of them. Today, you have learned how to set your expectations and boundaries, and I am confident in your ability to do so. So enjoy the holiday season, and you have got this, Mama. I am so excited that you're allowing me to be a part of your journey. And if you loved this episode, please follow Mama Has Goals on Apple Podcasts so you always know when I drop a new episode. And the most important thing for the podcasting world to get the message out and help more mamas is please leave a five-star review sharing your favorite part of this episode. Follow me on Instagram at mamahasgoals, M-O-M-M-A, and say hi, send me a direct message. Thank you for joining me at Mama Has Goals podcast, and I'll see you next week.